people first organizations will win in the future of work. Your only real asset is your people. We, we all, all want purpose to work. work. HR led organization is. I'm the sorry, but leaders don't lead empty desks and empty shop floors. Welcome to the People Strategy Leaders Show. I'm your host, Sri Chalapa, founder and president of Engagedly, and a serial entrepreneur in technology, films, and music. This is where we talk to people leaders, business strategists, and organizational savants about leading in the time of change. What is working, what is not working, and more importantly, what we should be thinking about. Stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest. And now, let's engage. Hello and welcome to People Strategy Leaders Podcast. I'm Sri Chalapa. Today I'm joined with Mark Coscarello. Mark is a human capital business strategy specialist, a VP of People, Talent and Culture, and is currently based out of New Jersey. His most recent role was to build out an energy delivery tech startup out of San Francisco, where over the past year, they doubled the size from 200 to over 400 FTEs in the recent rounds of, of C and D capital raise. Mark exercises superior subject expertise and industry insight where he serves the human capital needs of companies spanning from tech startups to sports media, CPG, and life sciences over the span of 20 plus years. He's currently an advisor to Wow Ledge, an expert driven platform for lean teams building modern people HR programs. He's also an entrepreneur. He started an IT staffing solutions firm seven years ago and has built out four tech stacks for clients partnering with CIOs, CTOs, and CISOs. Most recently, he launched a startup residential solar sales business with two partners that operates in 24 states across the country. Well, welcome to the show, Mark. It's a pleasure to have you. I don't normally get to talk to a lot of HR professionals who are also tech entrepreneurs, so it's, it's, going, it's going to be a first one for me. Great. No, thanks, Shri. I appreciate it. And uh, great introduction. Uh, thanks for all those different points about my background and highlighting them so uh, so graciously. Yeah. So I think it's in, in, interesting because you think like an HR leader, but you also think like a CEO. You can think like a tech uh, you know, specialist uh, and yeah. an entrepreneur. So a lot, of, a lot of different hats you're wearing there in terms of roles. So um, I think one of the things that we were talking about in the last discussion, which was really focused around the topic of three P's that help you know organizations build better talent ma- talent management and talent uh, infrastructure, if you will. Yeah. Um, can you talk to me a little bit more about those three P's and why they're important? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And the, the three P's I, I get from uh, Prime to Perform. I, I can't claim them as my own. But uh, it's a great process of just learning and understanding. And they're, they're P's that I use that I've cultivated into my own re- regimen is your potential, your purpose, and your play, right? So those three there, uh, purpose, potential, and play. And if folks don't see their purpose involved in a company, if they don't see their employee value proposition, and they're not attached to that mission and vision that a CEO is kind of mentioning throughout their weekly talks, right? Their weekly business reviews, their WBRs, or their monthlies, like all their stand-ups that they have, like all hands on deck. What are our cultural aspects that we draw from, from our purpose? Uh, You have to really communicate that as a leader, as a CEO, as a CHO. HRO or chief people officer, um, even in marketing, finance, everybody has to buy in 
to what that looks like and communicate it effectively. So you see your purpose tied to your revenues. You see what you do, how you drive different revenues throughout the company and how you're helping your ICP, which is your ideal customer profile. Who is that in a B2B or a B2C market? Drive their purpose through leading that customer into doing something better, right? What product are you selling? What, what does that look like? So that goes into your purpose. Um, and I think that the potential piece too, the, the next P, Shri, is your potential as a employee of a company. How does that resonate with you as your potential? How do you see that coming from a career laddering perspective, right? If you join a company and they say, you're going to stay in this position for the next five years. And some people might say, okay, great, that's good. Other people might say, ah, that's boring. I need to move. I need to be challenged. For me, it, it, it's very similar and it's tied into a growth mindset. Um, there's fixed mindset people, which are great. And I always use the 80-20 rule. Say 20% of the people might have a fixed mindset. They might want to stay in a role, right? And, the, and that potential is limited for the next five years. I think a lot of people in our day and age over, over the past few years uh, that we've experienced different things with remote work and everything else, they want to maximize their potential. They want to tap into their own ethos and drive their purpose um, and also connect it with their potential. And if you can't offer that potential, that career ladder, that improvement of growth or some challenge their experience or their learning on a learning and development scale, right? Their performance management, how are they performing? How are they being challenged, right? So tie it into their potential and see their potential. Allow them to be empowered, right? Allow them to make some mistakes. And these aren't huge mistakes that you're letting people happen. These are calculated failures that they can learn from, but give them that room and space to fail and be a leader that says, hey, what did we learn from that? Right? Like, I'm on a learning journey all the time. I want to grow constantly as a leader. I want to always be in that space of my potential. And I want other folks that are surrounded by me to see their potential as well and to be challenged right, every day and say, hey, listen, let's challenge and let's grow together. This isn't a journey that we go all alone with. There's people that we need to surround ourselves with that are help us get on that journey. So that's the second P that we see as, as potential, right? And we see that. Uh, also, the last one with play, it's got to be fun. I have to have fun with the people that I work with, Shri. Uh, if it's not fun, I'm out the door. I'm gone, right? Uh, and when you mix fun with your purpose and then your potential, you're in that flow. You want to go to work every Monday, um, you're up Sunday night doing your regular scheduled things to prepare yourself for that Monday. So you're always ready. You know, what's that next strategy meeting about? What's the, you know, you want to understand what that looks like. Even if something's tactically that you need to get done in that Sunday night meeting to prepare you for Monday, you're not grinding through it with no purpose and it's not fun. You're collaborating with other people that are making your role fun. It's exciting. You're vibrant. You don't have the, the Sunday night blues. Oh my gosh, I need to go to work tomorrow. Nobody wants to deal with that. Those right. days are over. You want to tap into a company and into a culture that has your purpose, your potential, and it's fun. You have your play there as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally uh, resonate with that. You know, I, I actually say this a lot in my, a lot of my podcasts and my writings as well is that 
as humans, at least in the modern society, you know, we spend our best years of our life and the best hours of our day, you know, at work, right? 100%. And yeah. if you're not making the best of it and enjoying yourself and finding meaning in that, you really need to figure out if that's the right place for you. And the organizations yeah. obviously need to figure out, can they provide that better? Right. Um, and and if they if and sometimes it is a mindset shift. Maybe it's not the place of the problem. It's how you are thinking about it. Sure. Right. You can either look at challenges as hardship, or you can look at challenges as 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 a play time to solve a a problem. Right. right. A challenge as an adventure, if you will. Yeah. So mind, simple mind shift. If you, the moment you start thinking about it as an adventure instead of a, a, a hardship the way you address that on a daily basis is 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 gone right if if you have a lot of customer complaints or if you have a lot of uh, issues working with the teammates or maybe you just have uh, issues with figuring out how to get this done within the next you know deadline that you have been given right right it's a puzzle you can try to solve right or you can say this is hardship i hate this job i don't want it and you still have to do it unless right. you quit why make it more painful than it already is Right. right. And I think that's where the play comes in and purpose comes in to some extent, because if you make it purposeful that hey, I'm going to do this as, as a as a as an adventure where I can learn and grow from this. Right. I can do, and then I can avoid this in the future by maybe having a better planning system or avoiding this in the root cause with what caused the problem in the first place. Right. Um, so starting with purpose first, you know, purpose, obviously, there's a self self purpose that you may have as an individual at work, your workplace where you right. may have a purpose to go to work do these things because you feel connected to that role um but there's also purpose that the organizational leadership has to provide say this is the purpose of our mission of our organization so talk yeah. to me about what are some of the best ways a leadership team or a leader can communicate and get buy-in on the purpose yeah you know those are, those are great points Shree. and i think uh from a purpose perspective the the leadership team has to really resonate and the the folks that are joining the company have to do it on the first onboarding piece, right? It starts with your employee value proposition. It starts with what you have out there on digital media, right? It starts with your mission and vision. It, it has what you purposely drive towards. It's bundled together in your communications throughout. So it's your marketing online. It's It's your website. It's your communications internal, but it's also just not internal when someone joins the company. It's externally focusing on what you are putting out there, what energy you're throwing out there from different communications, different marketing materials across your different social media channels as far as how do you want to attract people, right? What are what are folks attracted to that purpose? What are you saying in those communications? Do you want to help your end users? who are some customer base on a B2B or a B2C level, how do you want to help them, right? And what what's that essence that you're driving towards from a purpose-driven company? What's the purpose of doing that, right? Uh, you could take anything from where I was at a previous company where I helped grow them from 200 to 400 people. I didn't do it alone. I had other people on my team that were 13 different people that I empowered to go, hey, do this. You guys believe in this. This is what we're doing. It's an energy delivery company where we're driving sustainability. We're helping decrease greenhouse gases. We're helping companies also cut costs by giving them this service. 
part of our pass and our you know software as a service was we would drive data and analytics. We were driving all these different numbers from a business perspective. So what's the purpose that we're putting out there um, and how to explain that, right? Some people don't know how to explain that. So what's the scripts? Give us a script that how we can explain that. And that's where I think, you know, looking into talent and a talent strategy and just human capital overall, you have those pieces put together and you work on those different scripts. A lot of people resonate with video scripts. So, hey, let's throw out a video of 35 seconds to a minute of what our purpose is. What do we do here at XYZ company? And then put that out there, right? Or what does this and script say? This video internally or externally? Yeah, I think both. You have to hit it from multiple sides, right? So if you have it externally, you want to continue that leadership focus and also that growth mentality of your own purpose when you get them through the door when you recruit people, when you bring them on, when you have them through, go through talent management, right? When you have them go through succession planning and their their impact throughout their career, you want them to stay there. How do you resonate with that? So I think it's both. It's the outward approach, how you communicate some of those different areas, and then internally as well. Once you get them there, they have to realize what that purpose is internally driven to. It just can't be outward focused. It's got to be spoken and lived within, you know, the doors, whether it's it's virtually here. And my last company it was totally virtual, but we did a few meetings, you know, um, every other month to just connect. And we saw that purpose, right? We we saw it at the end of the day, we all drove to that common goal and that common purpose. Yeah. And I think it's gotten obviously a little bit harder as we are remote as well, but to yeah. communicate that purpose because you can't be just overhearing other people talk about purpose and the CEO or the VP or the whoever the executive right. is talking about their purpose or yeah. your managers and talking to other managers about it or whatever it is. You can hear all these conversations and you're in meetings, you can have these discussions. But in remote, you know, you are not privy to those sidebar conversations and and, and, yeah. discussions and it's gotten a lot harder. So one of the challenges that we have today in the, with the leadership is to be intentional about it. Yeah. Now you have to be actually be intentional about it. Yeah. Ensure that they can't you know they're being communicated and that they can read your mind right now right. um, right. so you have to be intentional about it in your email and it's not just email because people get you know too many emails right yeah i, mean, I, get, I wake up to, every morning with 18 to 100 emails and in my inbox right uh, and then throughout the day i'm getting another 200 300 emails you know right right so um so it has to be multimodal right right you talk about it in your town halls you talk about it as videos like you said Right. Uh, you talk about it in your press releases. You talk about it on your website. You talk about it in your sales collaterals and marketing collaterals. You yep. know, in your company policy documents, your onboarding. You, right. you, attack, you attack it from multiple sites because people don't necessarily always hear it once and remember or read it once and remember. Right. Right. And and when you're in the battle, like I said, with you know whether you're you know having an issue with your product or customer or deadlines or. Right. Or with the team members, you need that. You need to go back to that as because that's your north star. Like, yeah. our, you know, my, my, my purpose is is this, and hence, how, how do I move the ball forward that is still in line with that purpose? Right, um, correct. Looking forward, you know, uh, to the next point on the, on the potential, right? And that's one of the things I think I talked about it in one of my LinkedIn posts a couple of days ago as well, where a lot yeah. of people leave organizations because they don't feel like they're growing and they're yep. developing. You know, they're doing the same thing every day again and again. Maybe they've gotten good at it and maybe they're getting praises and recognition for it. 
Right. I feel I've stagnated. I'm not growing as an individual. And I think one of the research studies that I was reading in 2022 about from Pew Research about why why the greater resignation happened, what are the leading causes? You know, there's some other leading causes were about pay and some other about flexibility. Sure. But the number three, I believe, or number four, I remember was num I think it was number three is that I didn't see a career growth there. Um, yeah. This was, uh, you know, a, a big one, and it's always been a big one. I think a lot of organizations right. just about on that. Um, yeah. So how do you, as an HR leader, um, make sure that everybody in the management, including the line managers, are driving that growth at all levels? Yeah. You know, it, I'm a big believer in tech. Um, Shri, I got the question last week. Someone said, hey, are you in tech or are you in people? And I'm like, well, I'm in both because there's so many different great platforms out there that help us drive engagement with our line leaders, with our other leaders, with everybody, with our individual contributors, managers. Um, use those tools, utilize them, right? At my last company, we implemented a talent management um, software and we pushed it out and we communicated, we want line leaders and managers to use this software, use this tool to empower people to talk about your potential, right? Here's the talent management tool. Have your one-on-ones every week. What are these folks talking about in your one-on-ones? Be collaborative, empower them to schedule meetings, do skip one-on-ones, find your bigger potential there. Where have other people grown? Find those stories, understand that you're not limited to just the role that you are in right now. Be vulnerable as a leader as well. I think vulnerability as a leader and showing people that you've had potential or there's other areas you went down a process or a journey of, of growth and it didn't work out. That's a great story. Here, I, I shift gears, I move on and I shift into different direction. That's That's what the economy has showed. We have to be agile. We have to be fluent. And we have to go where that potential is um, and show the folks that there is potential, but push it through through a technology, use technology to better ourselves for engagement in different line leading and managing people through their journey to show them the potential. Hey, someone else had this experience here. You could do that, too. I, I think it's a it's a huge disservice to people to get them into a company and then tell them that we want them to grow and don't talk about their growth at all. Yes. Yeah, yes. we want you to grow. And we want and then the, the, you know the managers are so worried about losing that talent, but they will perform such greater in that role if you just say, yeah, I want you to excel in this role. I want you to move on to the next one. Here's your career ladder. I don't want to hold on to that talent. Yeah. It's constantly yeah. revolving that, that talent and growing. Yes, I think uh, the managers have to be trained to do that. I think yes. we promote a lot of 100%. people because they were good at their job, but not necessarily right. good at managing and leading people. <laughs> right. Um, so we have to, okay, you're good at your job and you can still be good at your job, but that's not managing and being a good manager. You right. have to be a people leader and drive uh, progress forward as a team, not just for you. You are just one individual or two individuals that you rely right. on. Um, but also look at it from... The point of point of view of empathy that you work with them the person to ensure their their growth so obviously there's some management training that people need yes. new manager training a lot of organizations yep. missed a boat on that um 
The other part is use of technology. You know, obviously, you know, we have there are a lot of tools out there. Engagely being obviously one of them. I would be remiss if I didn't push my own agenda. Absolutely, on, right. on that on that front. Yeah. But um, you know, the tools like that allow you to see which managers and which employees are having growth conversations. You know, you yeah. can get a nice dashboards and views into that, so you can see. You know what? I see that this department is not having any growth and development conversations. They're not taking any training. They're not looking right. at. Um, you know, how, how they can attend conferences or seminars or webinars or get a coach or whatever the different modalities of growth are. Right. That they can look at and you can get that insight globally, um, especially in a distributed environment. As yeah. an HR, you might be sitting in New Jersey and your team is in California, half the team is in India, then you have yep. a team in Europe, you know, and you don't know exactly what's going on where because you can't see it or hear it. Uh, but, a, but a product, um, a tools like 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 I said, Engagely or other tools, which are yeah. things, will really help. You know, do growth at scale, especially when you're in a remote or hybrid environment. Absolutely. Um, the third part you mentioned is play. Now that's a difficult one, right? Because a lot of organizations are driving uh, with limited resources. There is, you know, talent shortage is still real, regardless of what the the right the economists say. Um, or, or what the Fed might want to do, or what the people might say about not being able to get a job. That's, I think none of that is, is real. The real problem is if it's still hard to get good people. It's yeah. still hard to get qualified people in many roles. Right. Uh, and I think that's a generational issue. It's not going to go away in the next two or three. Right. It's a right. generational issue with shrinking labor force and yep. overall, um, overall uh, people retiring and never coming back to, to right. you know, with that whole... Um, yeah you know, baby boomers retiring. Um, that right, being said, right. you know, how do you have play when you have that much pressure at work? Because now you're doing a 1.5 people's job at many places and organizations being, are being asked to do more, faster, quicker, better. Right. Because the competitive dynamics are so much tighter right these days. So yeah. how, do you, how do you inculcate play? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's talking with people on a regular personal level and it's, it's, listening to actually what they're doing. Uh, there was a, a good leader at my last company that uh, Bobby used to say, hey, when I schedule one-on-ones, they're not for me. We're not going to discuss what's going on in business. We're just going to talk. And that's for you to ask any questions of me, how I can help you, right? How I can train or develop or whatever it might be. We might be talking about your family vacation, right? And then you get to understand people at a different level, just not business level, right? And how they perform in their role and what they're doing from day to day. It's not to go through their their work schedule and help them through different aspects. That's one part of it. That's one area that we want to dive into. But when I focus on those, we have team meetings for other business things, right? Let's talk about collaborating a team. But when I schedule one-on-ones, and I'll never forget that, Bobby used to say, it's for that person to ask me whatever they want to, just to talk, just to go over. And those are the relationships that you build. That's how you find someone's play, how they have fun at work, what drives them, right? What empowers them to do better, what really their superpower is and how they want to use it. Mm -hmm. So talk to them, just listen to what they have to say and you'll you'll figure it out exactly how they can incorporate fun into their work and it's just about giving a listening ear and understanding what they're saying at the end of the day asking those clarifying questions so what i'm hearing you say is x y and z is that correct 
And let's let's go into that. What would that look like and work that would help you do this, right? You find more play and more fun doing this where that involves this for you. And they say, yeah, you know, that would be really cool for me to do that. I really love doing that stuff. You, you want to triple down on what people are really good at and where they find their play and have them build on those things. Some of the growth aspects of it, you have to really dive in with a fine tooth comb and say, okay, this is a growth pattern that they might not find play in. So let's, let's find a different area that we can actually have them grow in where it could be gamification, right? A lot of people are very competitive. Find that competitive edge for people and then dive into it and be like, ah, that's cool. Use your ingenuity to really hit them where they're at. And then you'll learn more about their play just by listening. And then you can really dive in. That's how people really sink in 100% at what they do at work. They find their fun there. Yeah, I think uh, that's a very important point. You know, I was one of the things that I was reading a long time ago was that people forget to play when they get older, right? Yeah. Um, and it all becomes about work and playing bills um, and getting groceries, I guess, you know? So yeah, right, I, think, right. I think that's an aspect, right? To think about it as play. You're coming to work and it's look at it as, a, as an adventure, like I said earlier. Yeah. Uh, and look at it as a play that you are, and your win at that point is the success when you finish that work or, or solve that puzzle. Right. Uh, so you don't have that because you'll win, you'll lose. There are days, yeah. you know, you'll go according to plan. There are days where nothing goes according to plan. Right. So, right. so look at it as, okay, you know what? I lost today, but I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to do better next time and make it a, make it a fun aspect at work. Obviously, yeah. you need to have uh, a workplace that has psychological safety where the managers and, and, and the leadership can create an environment where they can give, use this as a learning experience rather than not, not to beat somebody over the head. Right. hundred percent. So that's great. I mean, are there any great books on this topic? I know you mentioned some of these things that you had taken from some other sources, but are there any good couple of books that you can recommend to our listeners? Um, I mean, I, I think just thinking as an entrepreneur, uh, rich dad, poor dad is one that I've always enjoyed. Um, that was a, a great book that I had read a number of years ago, Entrepreneurial Endeavor, right? How to think a little bit differently, um, not working for someone, but how to, how to gain an entrepreneurial heart and, and spirit in there. So that was Rich Dad, Poor Dad was always a good one. Um, anything by Stephen Covey. I, I love his, his work and what he does. And one of my other quotes that I mentioned is, are you operating at the speed of trust? Right. You have to trust people. I think it's earned and given in order to trust people. Um, and, and that's really something that I, I really uh, target in a lot of conversations is you have to trust people and just let them go do what they want to. And failure is part of the process. It is. That's how we all grow. We all learn from that. Nobody is born a professional football, hockey or baseball player. They work at it. They fail. They get injured. They have setbacks. Then you move forward. But what common thread that we have throughout that tree is it's a team environment. We pick each other up, right? Hey, if you need some help over there, I'll help you out where you know how to strong until you get stronger. I'll show you this exercise. Let's do that. Let's exercise with each other in our, our business strategies so we can all win and make it collaborative. I mean, that's where people find a lot of that play, that purpose, and that potential is doing it with a collaborative team. And the amount of success that you could have is astronomical compared to what you can do alone. Yeah, yeah, excellent. 
Well, with that note, I, I really appreciate your your time, uh, Mark, yeah. to be on this on this uh, on this uh, podcast. Awesome, my can pleasure. You tell us our our view, our listeners where they can reach out to you to learn more about you and your work. Sure. Yeah. Uh, most uh, you could reach me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm a big in uh, on LinkedIn. I'm a huge advocate of networking and everything else. So um, my LinkedIn profile and just hit me up there. Uh, ask any questions, talk to me about any topics. I'm a huge networker. I have uh, different networks that are on the East Coast, that are out of New Jersey, that are out of Philly. I'm a part of some networks that are out of the Bay Area in California as well. So I can totally help people out and introduce them to different networks where they could learn how to partner and collaborate with other people to really get their potential out of who they are and, and reach that purpose for themselves. Excellent. Well, yeah. thanks a lot, Mark. It's been a pleasure having you on the on the podcast and best of luck with your venture in the solar energy world. Yes. We know it's something that uh, we could all benefit from. Absolutely. Uh, and th thank you again for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks, Sri. Great time being here. Appreciate it. Until next time. Sri Chalapa here. Thank you so much for listening to the People Strategy Leaders Podcast. If you are a successful leader or a people strategist who would like to be on this program, please visit engagedly.com slash people strategy leaders podcast. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag people strategy leaders. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team want to know more follow me on linkedin and twitter at sri chalapa thanks for listening we will see you next time and thank you to patrick ramsey sound engineer at kalinga production studios for recording and mixing this show